Hi everyone, this is Jacqueline and it is about 5.50 p.m. on Tuesday, March 17th and we'll start with the numbers. Global confirmed cases of COVID-19 and yes, I am officially switching to calling it COVID-19. So global confirmed cases, we're now at 196,640 and that is an increase of 8.4%. And I'm sure you just realize I'm doing things a little bit differently today. I got uh, some feedback from my friend Pascal. Hi, Pascal. And he said, why don't you try communicating the increase in percentages? And I said, sure, because when I tell you all that I would love your feedback and recommendations, I mean it. I am sitting on my bed by myself in my apartment making this thing that I think is pretty cool, but I'm a big believer that two heads or many heads are better than one. Anyway, so yeah, global numbers, 8.4% increase. Thank you, Pascal, for the percentage hint. And if you guys hate percentages, tell me and I'll tell Pascal, Pascal, we hate this. But if you don't and you like it, I'll keep it, I'll keep it up. Okay, U.S. numbers. Number of confirmed cases in the U.S. We're now at 5,894. And that is an increase of 32% from yesterday. And Canadian confirmed cases today, 478 cases. That is an increase of 15%. All right, those are the numbers. Tuesday, March 17th. So let's talk about what's in the news today. Um, a couple of uh, key news stories that I think would be interesting to share. So first off, let's get out of the Canada, America, UK bubble for a second. In Iran, over 70,000 prisoners have been temporarily released, mostly nonviolent offenders who are serving short prison sentences. And this is to help avoid the spread of the disease within prisons. Uh, we actually saw a week or so ago that they released a number of prisoners, but today, yeah, that number is up to over 70,000 that have been released. Satellite images were showing a really drastic drop in China's air pollution after the lockdowns and quarantines, but now authorities are suspending enforcement of environment rules while factories make up for lost production during the coronavirus pandemic. So if you, like me, are very much tuned in to the catastrophic climate change that we as a planet are facing, this is really awesome news because now we're just going to be hurling ourselves from one pandemic right into catastrophic climate change. So really, really love that. Love that. Amazon told sellers and vendors on Tuesday that it was suspending shipments of all non-essential products to its warehouses to deal with the increased workloads following the coronavirus outbreak. Amazon is now prioritizing medical supplies, household staples, and other high demand products to its warehouses until April 5th. And this change is only affecting shipments that are going to Amazon warehouses, not for last minute deliveries to consumers. 
And finally, Mayor Bill de Blasio says that New Yorkers should be prepared for a shelter-in-place order, and they're deliberating on this, and a decision is set to be made within the next 48 hours. So you might ask yourself, what is shelter-in-place? Right now, we have references from both San Francisco and Italy, and essentially what this is, is it prohibits people from leaving their homes except under limited circumstances. So what I've heard is that generally means that you can leave to go to the grocery store or go to the pharmacy, mainly because those are gonna be basically the only two things that are still open. Residents are also allowed to go walk their dogs or go for a run, but they must maintain a distance of at least six feet from anyone that they don't currently live with. So we'll see if this is gonna happen in New York City. I have a feeling that it will. And if it does, the details around this are yet to be confirmed. So yes, those are the top news stories that I wanted to share with you all today. So how am I feeling today? Well, I want to start off with like a moment of levity and just play you an audio clip that one of my dear friends, Jamie, sent me yesterday. So this is his audio note to me from the other day. Enjoy. Hey, Jacqueline, it's Jamie. It's Sunday, March 15th, and we are deep in the coronavirus. Anyways, I just wanted to give you my personal update set with similar music to your podcast. This is the American Beauty soundtrack. Anyways, I'm sending this now because I just listened to your podcast and it was another great um, version. I'm really happy that you're doing this and I think it's cool that our friends are actually taking this seriously, our friends and family. Um, And I hope the rest of the people, like the people in that clip that you played um, or the people that I know that are still doing stuff actually take this seriously. Anyways, um, that's it. I'm living that quarantine life at home, listening to my American Beauty soundtrack, getting caught up on shows, reading, doing a little bit of work here and there, and I hope you're having a really good night. <laughs> so I, I do, I did love that. That that brought me a good amount of laughter and a pretty big smile. So Jamie, thank you for that. Anyone else out there that is interested in trolling me and doing impressions, why not? It is some other form of human interaction and connection and uh, community that I am missing out on in a real way right now. So troll away, bring it on. I'm totally fine with it. So how I'm feeling, oh my gosh, there's so many different ways that I could go with this. Really, there are so many different ways. I just got off doing a uh, video therapy call with my therapist, and I was telling her about all these different thoughts in my head. And I and yeah, I guess I guess if I'm going to choose one thing to speak about today, it is the challenge that I'm feeling around how to know what to say to who and when. And similar to what I mentioned the other day is not only will we be dealing with the realities of COVID-19 or coronavirus, as all the news articles that I just uh, mentioned refer to it as, not only are we dealing with the realities of this situation, but from a social dynamic perspective, it's a tough one to navigate. It really, really is. 
And I'm trying my best to understand how to be sensitive to everyone that I'm speaking to and understand that we're all approaching this from very, very different perspectives and circumstances. But at the same time, from everything that I'm reading, I find it really difficult to not talk about what I feel to be factual and what I think the next bit of time is going to look like. And the reason that I become so hesitant to share that is it just, it feels so heavy. It feels so heavy. And I've had a lot of friends check in with me today asking me how I'm doing. And my answer to a lot of them is I'm just, today I feel angry. And I think I need to be really honest with this podcast and with this audio journal because that's what I set out to do here. I set out to document this day by day, to look at the shift in not only how things in the world are shifting around this, but me as an individual human locked in my, not locked in, but you know, self-distancing myself within my own New York apartment. What does, what impact does that have on an individual from a psychological perspective. So I think it's only fair that for those of you that are tuning in, I'm being honest with how I'm feeling. And today I'm fucking mad. I'm mad. I'm mad that the the person that is running this country has put this nation at risk due to his level of narcissism or ego or just arrogance ignorance i you know the list goes on i just i'm just so angry because i feel like we've had china to look at we've had italy to look at that we could have taken it more seriously and taken that time preparing instead of saying oh i've got a hunch i've got a hunch that the mortality rate is less than one percent Okay, no one cares about your hunch, first of all. Or second, telling people, oh, you got the coronavirus, you should still go into work. Everyone should still go to work. Like, these are documented messages that this country was receiving from its president. And now here we are. And going back to what I was saying earlier about it feeling really tough to know what to say to who and when, because I really want to be sensitive to how everyone is processing this and coping with this. This is hard. This is not easy. This is hard. But I think the next few months are going to be a lot more difficult than what we're experiencing now. I really do. Whether it be due to the fact that the incubation period of this virus is 14 days I read not long ago that it's mutated and there's a version that it has a 24-day incubation period. So you pair that with, you know, the audio clips I was sharing from this weekend of people in bars, packed bars, packed restaurants, singing, cheering, drinking, dancing, whatever it is. So you have you have the the science of this virus paired with the facts about the social interaction and the and especially in an island like Manhattan the density of the population and it just feels like a recipe for disaster and i wish that we would have looked more closely at china and italy and and learned a bit better and part of me feels like these efforts around social distancing lockdowns and quarantines they're important 
don't get me wrong, those need to happen, but I can't help but feel like, is it too little too late? And please don't, you know, come with me and, and spiral down. This is, this is, as I prefaced, I'm just really trying to keep my journals here real with how I'm feeling. So today I'm feeling angry that it's gotten to this point because there were people that could have made different decisions or handled things differently to help protect individuals and save lives. But this is a situation that we find ourselves in. So what do we do? We continue to take the instruction around social distancing and quarantine very seriously. We must, it's very, very important, it's crucial. And like I said yesterday, we have to look at this and approach it, and this is something that my therapist and I have been working on, is this idea of radical acceptance. This is a a concept, a theory that I'd never heard of before. And it's this idea that, picture a battery. There's not gonna be a battery that if it has two positive ends, it's not gonna work. You need to have the positive and the negative. You need to have the light in order to have the shadows or the shadows to have the light, however you want to look at it. You need to have both of these things in order for something to exist. And so within the situation that we find ourselves in, although everything I've just said, yeah, it might come as a shock to some people listening, but you also have to remember When I was telling people a month ago, hey, you should maybe go and buy toilet paper and pasta and some cans of chickpeas, I was laughed at. And people told me I was inducing panic. But I just thought I was communicating the facts that I was reading. And that's what I feel I'm doing now. And I do apologize if what I'm saying makes you uncomfortable. I really hope it doesn't. Because I think there's huge, huge value in knowing what you're up against in knowing what's coming so that you can properly prepare, not just physically, but mentally, so that when things do start to feel more serious than they do now, it doesn't come as a shock. You're not also processing the shock in addition to the reality of the situation. So going back to the idea of radical acceptance, we need to take this very seriously We need to be honoring these instructions around social distancing, around quarantine, around lockdown, whatever the situation in your area might be. But at the same time, just like I mentioned yesterday, we need to ensure that we're working to keep our hearts and our heads light and full of joy. And so for me today, it was getting outside. I went outside on a walk twice. I went to go pick up my bike from my bike store because I took it in to get uh, my road bike assembled because I feel like that's going to be one of my big outlets, being able to move my body in a way that I love and enjoy, which is cycling, but also reap the benefits, both mental and physical, of getting to exercise. So although I feel all these things that I'm telling you, I also am actively putting the same amount of focus and energy towards what I was mentioning yesterday, planning out those moments of joy, planning out the ways to connect with people that you love, even though you might not be able to do it in person for a while, and planning out self, self-care. self And so those are big ones. I'd be curious to know what you think about this episode because this is me being very vulnerable 
and very real. But I want to honor what I set out to do in regards to this project being a day-to-day play-by-play of how not only the situation is evolving, but how I'm feeling as an individual. I really do hope that everyone who's listening is making sure that they're taking that time to take care of themselves and taking care of the people around them. And one thing I will share actually is one thing that hasn't stopped in New York, in the East Village, is skateboarding. I know, random transition, right? But one of my favorite sounds in the city, and there are a lot, and if you live in the East Village, there are a hell of a lot. But one of my favorite sounds is the sound of skateboarders and the sound of their wheels going down the pavement. And I still hear that from my window and I absolutely love it. I guess it's like a nice sign of people out there making the best of of each day. And so I'll just close out with what that sounds like here on my street. And I look forward to updating you all tomorrow. Stay well, everyone.